calisthenics meal? It's, it's like um, a form of exercise for old people. So it's low impact exercising. <laughs> right. What, and someone streams <laughs> that on Twitch? Oh, that's not all. There was another one where a girl was in front of a green screen and essentially she was in a test tube at the beginning of the street. She would be birthed into a certain version of herself. This particular version would have traits picked by the chat and it would be stuff like sad guitar player, happy dancer, and like every 20 minutes she'd, her version of herself would die and then she'd be back in the test tube and be birthed again via this green screen. Right. And she'd do that over and over, but the background would be like mad trippy where there'd be like 40 versions of her and it'd be like changing patterns and shit. It was literally made for people on acid. I was going to say, people have got way too much fucking time on their hands, haven't they? No, in a way, but that's her job. She's getting paid for it. What? To- like she, she's earning money doing that. Imagine having to explain that to, like, your grandparents. The, well, the fact that... Like, what do you do what, for what do you a do living? For well, basically, I'm in a giant fucking test tube, and then I keep getting reborn whilst I'm streaming to millions of people, and they're telling me what to do once I'm rebirthed. It's like, what? <laughs> How's that a job? <laughs> <laughs> Go work in Specsavers. What does that even mean? But th- this is it. It's... <laughs> it- but it, it, it's a job, and they'd say, oh, oh I'm a streamer. Uh, basically, I broadcast. If you watch some some people's streams now, they are like full TV-level broadcasts. i tell you what, that is a job that we didn't know we needed. It really is. Test tube rebirth. <laughs> like that is not a fucking job that we should need <laughs> do you know what I mean imagine sitting down in front of a careers <laughs> advisor like when you're at school like what do you want to do your order well I saw this fucking there's this thing called Twitch and I basically want to rebirth myself like what <laughs> <laughs> you fucking joker every, every day wow, every I mean, day numerous yeah. times Good for and then some money off it but I'm just gonna I'm not, now you've said it I'm just gonna go to one of the categories. Um, so let's go to... But hang on, jo- I've been thinking about this. While you're looking, I've been thinking about this a lot, right? Obviously, you always complain. Not always complain, that's the wrong way to categorise it, but you're always slightly dishevelled when it comes to finding a, a job that is satisfactory to you. Do you know what hmm. I mean? Like, you've done yeah, a lot of jobs yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. the big thing. I was thinking, surely, you can't you just, like, I don't know do something weird on the internet for some money. I mean, there's lots of options. Do you know what I mean? Like, what about if you if you t- were like a cam boy and just like just like jacking off in front of a camera with like a with like a with a, 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 a luchador big, mask, big hairy Mexican wrestling bear. I, uh, I think a lot off. of people would. I mean, I personally wouldn't <laughs> want to see you masturbate, but I'm sure there are people that would. I mean, it's funny you say that actually because. A lot of the argument with Twitch is that they're they're more like a porn site. Well, that was going to be like, my like question. A is that... porn. Right. Well, yeah. for instance, Ryan, have you got Twitch available to you? Could you go on a a web browser and go to twitch.com? Well, I mean, hypothetically, I could. Yeah. Right. Do that for me now. Okay. Just just while we're chatting about Am it. Am I going to because... see you wanking with a luchador mask on? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> It's funny you say that because if you go to Mexican bearwank.com, okay, I'm on Twitch. Yeah, I'm on Twitch. 
Right, go, 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 go to just chatting. The Wankelman. <laughs> we record a podcast, but we're both just, like, out of shot, we're both just constantly wanking for the whole hour. So the whole thing is just, like, squeaks and grunts. Yeah, you can't see anything. Neither of us climax. We're just, like, you know, we've just got, like, a some Laffy Taffy down there, and we're just... <laughs> Just like swilling it around a bit. <laughs> People will pay for that on Twitch. Right, what am I looking for? I'm on twitch.tv. Right, go go to the category or search for just chatting. Now, this is where everyone goes when they're literally just having a chat. You know, it's them, the audience. Okay, I'm just chatting. I'm there. Just a friendly conversation. Do you see one of the currently live channels called Taylor Giveaux? Um. No. And if you don't, just type in Taylor Javot. How are we spelling that? Taylor. Oh yeah, Taylor Javon. Okay. Just chatting. Start watching. I know it's happening in my chat. Okay. Like, how did we come to this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so okay. what you've uh, what you've got here friends. is a young lady. Yeah. yeah. My friends. Yes. Naked from the bottoms up. Jesus, you're so on camera I'm under gonna, the pretense yeah, of body paint right so yeah so over her what i mean not to shame her what can only be described as some very uh heavily augmented breasts um yeah. she is painted on a sort of no strap brazier over so you can't see any nip nip you can't there's no nipping <laughs> no um, nip. and she's got but there's a lot of naked really yeah i mean in a low-lit room and all this sort of stuff and someone's just now, put on there, I'm not going to say their name because maybe they want to be anonymous, but they've just put on there, donated $400. Jesus Christ. See, there you go. That's what I mean. That was the second recommended channel for me. The first one, some random guy that's in a, he's in a workshop. So, okay. So maybe we should rethink tools. our strategy then. So we shouldn't record <laughs> a live stream on Twitch whilst we're kind of like fumbling around. What we should do is both be topless and paint our breasts oh my good god whilst we were just chatting hi guys we're just chatting and just painting just, just loads of paint <laughs> over our tits like if, i think we should i think we should do a babble twitch channel if you just taylor javeau could do it then why can't we <laughs> I Why are we see... advertising this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Because our free publicity. She's someone dude just giving her like $500. She's fine. She should be fucking promoting us. We should contact her and see if she can write babblement on them. <laughs> Honestly, this is a whole nother fucking world. I love it. I don't want to watch Wait. it. I'm coming no, off it. No, don't Episode 72, I guess, isn't it? 72 and 3, I'd say. Life starts at 72. Well, it can't get much worse. <laughs> no. So, I mean... I mean, at least at 72, you feel like you, you escape the daily shafting that the rest of life... Well, actually, do you, actually? You end up getting, like, fucked up back. Not if you, not if you um, speak to my dad. He, <laughs> My dad is 74. Yeah. Um, he's more miserable than both of us put together. 
I asked, I saw him not long ago. I bumped into him. Right. And he was all right. He wasn't. Yeah, but that's because uh, he's on. When he meets someone he hasn't seen for a while, he's like he's fucking Del Boy, isn't he? He's cheeky chapping. He's, <laughs> he's cracking wise the whole time, isn't he? That's his whole spiel. Yeah, he's he's just got to. Well, I I called him the other night. Okay. Um, for for well, after I'd spoken to you, Lee, uh, I don't know if it's worth rehashing what happened to me the other night. Oh, I don't know. It did make me laugh. Um, well, then I suppose we probably should. Um, I'll give a, I'll give a, you know, a small version of it, a shorter version of it. But listeners, I, the, and and I suppose it kind of ties into why Lee and I have been a little bit lapsed again with the recording because both of us have been crazy busy. But um, I finished work after being there for oh, I don't know, twelve hours. Um, came out dark about quarter past nine, raining. Just what you want, and uh, the walked, start. <laughs> walked round to the back of the car. Um, noticed something, didn't I, Lee? Yep. Noticed there was a little flat tire. Oh, so, little empty wheel there. So, so then very you, nice. The kind of adultness kicks in, right? We go right. What are my options? Well, one option would have been for the past. I've been driving for sixteen years, seventeen years, right? Jesus. And for 16 and three quarters of those years, I've had the RAC membership. But about two weeks prior to the flatty, I decided to switch my car insurance and I cancelled my RAC membership because it was up for renewal because they wanted to charge me loads more. Anyway, that's not important. And the new insurance with came with AA breakdown cover. Perfect. And just what you started... Need, yeah? The next day, literally the next day. So I'm like, right, well, I can't call the RAC. That's the first thing. Secondly, obviously, I work about 60 miles away from where I live. So there's there's no way I can do anything. I start thinking to myself, all right, well, maybe I will call... Um, a, a tow you know but if i call that's going to cost me a fucking fortune to tow me like an hour and 20 minutes home so i'm like well, i ain't doing that <laughs> yeah. i'm not made of money so then i think right well i didn't notice the puncture when i went out to get some lunch so it must be a slow puncture so what i'm going to do is i'm going to drive down the hill at the bottom of the hill where i work there is a petrol station and i'm going to fill the tire up with air and i'll see how quickly it takes to deflate so i limp down the hill I mean, this is flat as a fucking pancake, this tire, right? So I get down to the bottom of the hill. Oh, that noise as well is yeah, so bad. Yeah, it's terrifying. And obviously I forget momentarily that the world's fucking falling apart and everyone and their fucking <laughs> grandmother's trying to get petrol at, at 10 o'clock at night. So I'm sat in this queue and they're like directing people into the petrol station. So I'm sat there like, for fuck's sake. And obviously I've got a bit of adrenaline kicking in. I don't quite know why, but a bit of adrenaline is kicked in, I think, because I'm trying to keep the car on the fucking road. And so my le- my clutch foot is going mental. I keep like j- so I look like I've just taken you got like your coke. Or, yeah, I'm just like. Ugh. I'm gonna cut. And the, guy, and the, guy, the guy comes over to the window and he's like, "You just have to wait a minute, mate." And I'm like, "Look, I don't want any petrol. I've got a flat tire. I need to get in and get the air out." Okay, so he's like, "Well, look, 
I'll, as soon as there's a break in the cars, I'll get you in. Of course he doesn't. He just fucks off. So I'm just sat there. There's people bibbing behind me, driving, like swerving around me. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Anyway, I get into the petrol station, look at the thing, no card machine or anything. You got to go in and pay 40p for a token (laughs) for the fucking air. So So I go in, yeah, I have a token for the air. Put my card, he's like, I know you can't pay on card for it. I was like, right, well, what am I supposed to do then? He was like, well, you'd have to find 40p, wouldn't you? Right, so then I'm rummaging around the fucking archways of the car trying to find 40p. So I managed to piece together 40p in one and two p's that are just like strewed around the car at various you know, places. Amazing. Go in, get the token, come out. Put the token in, pick up this fucking air thing. Honestly, it must have been... 80 years old and I'm looking at it like I've got no fucking idea how this works so I'm trying to do it I'm trying to do it it's not working the guy comes over and he's like you need to hurry up mate I'm like look this prehistoric thing is not I can't get it to work so then he comes over so immediately I feel like a little boy because the the, the real man, <laughs> the man had to come over and do it I had to get the man to do it for me emancipated yeah completely and then this woman comes in in like a, I don't know what a red car and she beeps because she so where I'm parked to fill the air in the tire you can't get past me because oh. I'm, I'm there filling up my my uh, tire with air so she bibs and I sort of look, put my hand out just to say I won't be a sec she bibs again I just look at her and I just hold my arms off to say why are you beeping and then she leans on the horn and bearing in mind i'm soaked i'm full of adrenaline i'm really pissed off because i've been at work for 12 hours i just want to drive home so i just scream at the top of my lungs why are you fucking beeping and everyone in the forecourt who's filling up with petrol like shoots round as if it's like a saloon bar and someone's just come in and gone boom pew 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 so it's just like fuck me so anyway fill the tire up drive back up to the college where I work, to see how long it takes. Um, My boss, bless him, he comes back up, because he's been staying late as well, and we're sort of chatting about it and laughing. And you get that thing of, like, you realise there and then, like, I don't have a spare tyre because my car doesn't didn't come with a spare tyre. It just come with this weird foam stuff that you're supposed yeah. to be able to inflate the tyre with, but it never works. I didn't even know how to find it. I knew it was in there, but I didn't. I don't know where the fuck it was. I've never used it before. <laughs> so I decide then the easiest... I don't easiest... know how my car works. I don't know what Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a fucking drama teacher, man. Um, so then I'm like, right, well, the the tyre's not going down, so I have two options. I can either drive home, but the problem with driving home is it's a lot of back streets, no signal, nowhere to pull in. So yeah. it's a bit, and it's, if it goes down and you get stuck, I'm you're fucked. Stuck in the yeah, woods. I'm fucked. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can drive back to Gosport, um, which is about an hour and ten minutes in the other direction to where I live. I can drive to my mother's house. I can pick up her car, and then I can drive her car back to Brighton. Yeah, which is what I decide to do. But obviously, mm. when I call my mum to be like, "Do you reckon I could come and borrow your car?" She's like, "Oh." Well, I do have a hair appointment in the morning. I'm like, okay. Well, I mean, you're going to the hairdressers for 15 minutes to get it blow dried. Are you sure that I can't just borrow the car? She's like, oh, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I guess so. Okay, thanks, mum. All right. So I arrive <laughs> at my mum's at like half past 11. She's decides at, at 11.31 that she wants to have the longest conversation with me that we've had in 33 fucking years. But God bless her. She lent me the car and, and whatever, and I, and I got it sorted. But the whole start of this conversation was I called my dad the next day just to check in, as you do. Yeah, And he always asked me, how's the car going? <laughs> now, there's a crossroads when I'm asked that question because I could just say, it's fine. But, you know, I'm a man. I'm an adult. I'm not going to lie to my dad. So I was just like, oh, yeah, well, I had a flat tyre. Um, and I started to explain what happened. And I mentioned yeah. that I didn't have the RAC cover. And right. it was like I'd stepped into a time machine and been transported back to being a teenager because the lecture that I received from my father was <laughs> biblical in proportion. It, like I got told mate, all the pros he, and cons. He turned into Old Testament God. And Old Testament dad. Old Testament dad. He basically wanted <laughs> genocide based on the fact that I hadn't got my RAC cover. Honestly, man, I wish I'd recorded the conversation because halfway through, I just started like silently cracking up because I was just like, why are you lecturing me about this? Like, it doesn't affect you at all. It really doesn't affect you. But that is amazing. I love how he's just kicked back into dad mode. Yeah, you are child. You don't know what you're doing. Which what are you doing? I mean, to be fair to him, he's right. <laughs> he's but wrong. he knows even less than about cars than I do. Oh, I love it. So it was. But just, he does know one thing. Let's yeah. get your fucking RAC cover. So, listeners, um, this week's episode is <laughs> brought, brought to you by the RAC. Um, <laughs> don't cancel it because if you get a flatty, you're fucking. <laughs> Tell me. Going live into your eyeballs one day, but to today into your ear holes. Seagull news! I have some seagull news, finally. Okay, that's good. <laughs> it's my turn again. All right. Um, chipping. Okay. Ever heard of it? Chipping. <laughs> chipping. Um, well, I've heard of it, but not. I can't think of a version of it that I've heard that involve avian creatures well chipping is an australian pastime i I am led to believe where essentially people at the beach will buy some chips or take some chips to the beach yeah and throw them one by one into the vicinity of an unknowing beachgoer right okay (laughs) someone just chilling so it will start with one chip each and then it will be another chip, and then another chip. And they essentially see how many chips it takes to make the nearby seagulls encroach the random strangers. <laughs> right. So it's <laughs> to almost... see who can be the one that lures them in first. Chipping. So, so they're training the seagulls, really. <laughs> that's what's happening. Essentially, there's, there's a bit of subliminal... Uh, messaging going on where we basically yeah. say yeah now murder humans because you'll find chips i mean i don't know how i feel about that to be completely honest because i feel like if i was on the receiving if i'd been chipped 
I'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, I wouldn't like being chipped either. I don't know. I feel like getting chipped would suck because that would stay with you. Yeah. Sometime. Well, I mean, yeah, I also wouldn't be a chipper. Yeah, the chippy or chipper positions both Mm. suck. We don't endorse it. Well, I don't. I don't think it's a nice game. It is quite funny, but I don't. uh, I wouldn't endorse it. Would you? Well, problem is, I think it's giving the seagulls the wrong message. Yeah, well, I mean... If we could use it as a lure to make <laughs> them lure. think we are their friends. Yeah. But actually, we are going to eventually defeat them. Well, I but I feel like that's going on. I mean, uh, listeners who, who follow us on Instagram at Pod and on Facebook and wherever else, um, you will have seen that a picture went up yesterday. Um, so we're recording today on Sunday, on Saturday, um, which was um, basically Brighton's bin people have... It, they there's the the refuge collection is no more so <clears throat> essentially there is just like piles and mountains of fucking trash everywhere and i reckon the seagulls again think that we're doing them a favor yeah, it's a buffet because i feel like they think hang on a minute like all of this reign of terror that we've inflicted on them for all this time clearly <laughs> they want to ingratiate us into their society because they're just leaving their fucking shit everywhere so, they are serving us up a feast. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, w- with that pile of trash chipping, the seagulls think they've won. But maybe that's a good thing, you know? Maybe l- the luring them to... into a false sense of security. Now so, is a, a counter attack opportunity. Yeah, their guard to comes band down. Together. Exactly. Their guard comes down and they think, <laughs> you know, they switch off. They get complacent. You know, that's the problem. Exactly. There mean, is nothing worse than a complacent seagull. Well, we'll just confirm what we've already known for ages, Ryan. What's that? Seagulls are cunt. Oh, it's, it's been a while, mate. It's been a while. But <laughs> I can confirm that that is still as true as it were the day you first uttered it into the ears of the babble listeners. <laughs> Don't be hasty, don't be pissed. Just sit there, put it on your head. You know that you got it wrong, right? No, I didn't. You said don't be hasty, it's don't be angry. Did I? Yeah. You fucked it, boys. Oh, Jesus Listeners, I said to him, make sure you do a good jingle, and he fucked it. I was concentrating so much on the rhythm. Oh, so it's my words. fault. It's my fault. You put me under pressure. Listeners at home are like, what is he doing? That's not pressure. the word. Stop singing your own thing wrong. I would love it <laughs> if someone had um, the hate list jingle as their wake up alarm in the morning. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be what, good? What a way to start your day. What a way to start your day. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, with that said, mm. uh, who's having a look? Just hang on, let me just sift through the file of facts. Um, Two seconds. I'm just looking at the the information for the last few weeks. Yeah, uh, have a look on your I'm pager. Not... See if there's anything on the pager or yeah, I'm, I'm scrolled on, a... on the back of the Tamagotchi. Uh, I'm just using my Palm PC. Hang on. Oh yeah. 
Do you remember the Nelly and Kelly Rowland video <laughs> when she texted him using one, yeah. Excel? Excel. She's giving him a fucking spreadsheet. She's not, <laughs> not even messaging him. No. You know what? You've got to send that as a PDF, are you? That's one for the kids. Yeah, yeah, go look that one up. Um, uh, no, I've just looked at all the information and... Yeah. This joke is so fucking stupid. Well, also, people who have only started listening in the last few episodes will think they won't even know that it's a joke that I always go first. But it is, and it's your turn. And you need to, if you don't know why that, if listeners, if you don't know why that's a brilliant fucking joke, go back and start from the start from the beginning. Don't be dipping in. We've had a few new listeners over the last couple of months. Go back to the start and see where it all began. You wouldn't jump straight into the New Testament, would you? You'd go back to the Old Testament. You'd understand the commandments, <laughs> the wrath of God, and then you'd move into <laughs> why, why you part two. That twice now. I don't know. But surely there's other book series, like non-fiction. Okay, you wouldn't jump straight into the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> you'd go back to the Philosopher's Stone, you'd work out who the fuck everyone is, and then by the time you got to the Goblet of Fire, you'd go, ah, I get it now. There we are. There we go. Uh, uh, is, that, is that relevant enough? I don't know. Who fucking cares? But What's it, new? Cause, I uh, mean, at one point it was stuff like Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. You know, Difficult when you uh, when you have to have a uh, conversation with your mum about reading Fifty Shades of Grey and how good it is that um, the mainstream fiction society that's not a thing that she didn't say that but you know my point um, is empowering women to like kinky sex. So that's good, isn't it? Yeah, good. You were allowed to like it before. Yeah, you, you were. Read, uh, but read thanks, a terribly written story. Thanks, mum. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Actually, I'm going to say this, right? I was going to say this anyway. Um, I can't reveal to you who the person is because they'd be really fucking mad at me about it. But <laughs> someone I know, when they were little, in sort of like their early teens, them and their sibling or siblings... Um, they used the family used to share a digital camera and um <laughs> they were scrolling through it once and they saw a photo of their mum holding her jugs and uh pouting so she she'd just taken a little photo for their dad um so <laughs> that's good um <laughs> that's just what you want that's just horrifying yeah that's what you want that, that's like it the end like, yeah. oh, that's going to live with me forever I'm never <laughs> yeah. going to forget that and now, now it's been immortalised like on a podcast on and I know that at least two <laughs> out of the three siblings listen to this podcast so they know that, that I'm talking about them and now the rest of the world knows too so that's good there we go <laughs> so is it my turn yeah alright um, I've got a, f- a couple um, go on one thing I'm calling fart sneeze um, interesting when you sneeze I'm interested in that and you fart <laughs> at exactly the same time so as the air comes out of your mouth the air is forced out of your anus um, it's normally <laughs> yeah. quite quick um, it just feels like you just feel really vulnerable because you feel like you've been opened from both ends you know what I mean <laughs> like a vacuum like, um, so yeah uh-huh. that can go on there um, something that I'm calling game show money discrepancy um okay and i'll give you a very specific example i every so often <laughs> just to kind of dip it, dip into modern culture i mm. throw on a game show 
Um, right. And I was watching The Cube because I think the it's cube. probably the most ridiculous one. Um, <laughs> and there's this this uh, lady in there with uh, her granddad. Um, granddad's doing all the hard work. Every game that comes up, she's going, oh, I think this would be a good one for granddad. If I was presenting, I go, what are you doing? Why are you here? But anyway, they, you know, had to throw some balls out of a box and fucking balance something on a stick. And they won like £150,000, right? Then, a couple of days later, I thought, oh, I'm going to watch Pointless. I haven't watched that for a while. Um, I wouldn't mm-hmm. recommend it, listeners, but we I watched it and they had to answer like 40 questions, all pretty tricky. And the jackpot prize was 1,250 quid. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell. This couple on the cube or the granddad and granddaughter were just chucking some balls out of a box and they won 50 grand. It's like, this, <laughs> they I, got hate, prime time I hate the discrepancy. There, they? Yeah. They got prime time scope. So like, it commands more money. Well, yeah, but that's. So on... I watched. Uh, I watched the chase the other day with Bradley Walsh. Oh yeah, he's getting in everywhere at the moment, isn't he? He is all over the shop. He was on. Uh, what was the one they brought back? They brought back. Um, oh, the Darling Buds of May. Like no, Blankety Blank as well. Oh, Blankety Blanc. Blankety Blanc. Blankety Blanc. Blankety Blanc. Oh, that's Blanc. the French version. Blankety Blanc. <laughs> Savignon Blankety Blanc. Yeah. Savignon Blanc. <laughs> um, and that that sub dude on his own all the others got knocked out and he managed to win like 70 grand or something or it might have even been more to be honest it was the highest it was a, it was a rerun but it was the highest amount that anyone's ever won solo on a game show in the UK wow. with that much money yeah, that's pretty absolutely rinsed the game which is uh, good. I mean that's great and good for him but I still think the discrepancy in prize money is is, is yeah and then you play pointless with Alexander Armstrong yeah <laughs> And you Maybe it's audience size. 40 quid in a handshake. Do you know what I mean? It's, it doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> it's, re- it's reminiscent of Bullseye. Yeah, but if you I mean, if you watch Bullseye recently... Yeah, it's nails. It, well, A, it is, but also, there's someone gets up there and, they're like, and he goes, all right, what's your name? Oh, my <laughs> name's uh, Paul. Where are you from, Paul? Oh, I'm no, from... No, he, he doesn't talk like that. He's... Go on. Oh, all right then, Paul. You're from Bradford. That's a good thing. And you, you, you work in a factory, don't you, Paul? Yeah, I work, I work in factory. And the problem is, they ask Paul how old he is, and at home you go, oh, he's got to be about 50. I'm 17. You're like, 17? <laughs> how are you fucking 17, mate? Yeah. You look about 50. Everyone back in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, yeah. 90s, or whatever it was, like, throughout the many series of Bullseye, they, they seem to constantly look 50, like you say, yeah. but they're all, like, early 20s. Like, you what? just go to all these like kind of um, dilapidated parts of northern England that are like burnt to the ground, except for a speedboat in the front garden. Like the family <laughs> ended up having to live in the speedboat. So, caravan. What, who needs a fucking speedboat anyway? My second entry to the hate list this week, uh, or, or third, sorry, is um, the way that Conor McGregor stands in photos. <laughs> I mean, it's fairly He's self-explanatory. Fucking uh, fine, I'm sure he could, but you're going to materialise him. But I mean, he just looks like he shit himself in every photo I've ever seen of him. His walk is hilarious, and his clothes are so tight it looks uncomfortable. Like he can't be comfortable <laughs> wearing clothes that tight. Like right now, I'm sat in really baggy jogging bottoms and a hoodie. I am comfy as fuck. He constantly <laughs> looks like he's wearing like paper. 
It's like that can't be good for you, mate. Um, and my last one this week is um, what I'm calling umbrella sheath negotiation. Why create the umbrella sheath if you can't get it back into the sheath? It's like once oh, you pull the umbrella out Sounds of the like sheath, that's it. And go, well, yeah, it might. It, it, I mean. It's exactly the same. Once it's out, trying to get it back in again, impossible, especially when it's wet. Yeah. So. <laughs> creates friction. Exactly. That is or the uh, that is the midst of my hatred for this episode. Fair enough. Uh, well, I've had a couple. I mean, I've had one which is fuel panic. Um, why, why did everyone panic down here and go to the petrol station? I mean, Why? I think we could do an entire episode on fuel and people's Especially idiocracy. Just it's, I don't know if you guys suffered, but there was a drought. We had a fuel drought that was manufactured. When there wasn't, there was fuel everywhere else in the country, but everyone down here went, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> when it just bought up the, the every, it didn't even, people didn't even need it. Just everyone went to the petrol stations. They were sold out all across the town and the local area. I had to go to Sedensworth, which is about 12 miles away, just to get some fuel. And when I went and eventually found petrol on the third or fourth day of looking for it, I was walking into the petrol station to pay, and a girl said, oh, you look like Seth Rogen. And I went, what? <laughs> and she said, I, like, I really like Seth Rogen. He's really funny. He's brilliant. And I, was, I, looked at, I looked at her and I went, I'll be honest with you, I'm quite offended. <laughs> like, I fucking hate him. He's a fucking... Mo- <laughs> yeah, but the That's thing is, got. right, now welcome to my world. I just get compared <laughs> to fat bearded celebrities most of which for the record i'm not saying i'm a slim guy but most for the record are considerably fatter than me (laughs) so yeah i'm glad that the torch has been passed to you i've been said like someone once told me that i reminded them of james corden Uh, so are you fucking are you fucking kidding me (laughs) anyway what's your second one The notion of bringing a mammoth back from extinction. Oh my God, I was going to bring this up later on the pod. I'm so glad that you brought it up. I saw it and I was like, did we not watch Jurassic Park? Have we not already spoke about this? Yeah, but... The, the, the implications of future. What are you doing? Yeah, but then you say that, but I listened to a, a professor from the Natural History Museum on the radio the other morning who who ripped it to shreds. She was like, firstly, it's not a mammoth. It's just a slightly hairier elephant, which, <laughs> you know, I thought was a great name for it. Is that a mammoth? No, no, no. It's just a slightly hairier elephant. And she was like, the amount of money that they've put aside for it is not enough. The amount of time, the time scale they've given themselves is not enough. Basically, it's not going to work. And the guy on the radio, bear in mind, it's like Radio 4. He was like, so probably shouldn't have even reported about it then. And she went, no, probably not. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I bet they're sat listening. They're like, yeah, we've got some public press. This is going to be really good. Oh, ripped to pieces. Oh, literally ripped to shreds. But yeah, you're right. It's fucking preposterous. 
<laughs> Do you remember the episode of the Ricky Gervais podcast when they, because this story circulates about once every five years, and they said mm. to Carl that scientists were bringing back a mammoth, and he, uh, we, you didn't see it because obviously it was an audio feature, much like this, um, and both Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant were, were really excited about how excited Carl looked. And Ricky Gervais goes, oh, <laughs> yeah. Carl's really excited about this. Go on, Carl. And Carl just goes, <laughs> man moth. <laughs> and man he was moth. excited because they thought that they had cloned something that was half man, half moth. Which, to be fair, I would be more excited about than a mammoth. He just, he just in your wardrobe, nibbling the shoulders of all your t-shirts. Fantastic, <laughs> fucking man moth. Soccer aid. Okay. Just in general, oh. why, why, why is it there? I know it's a good, a good cause. Yeah. But why do we pretend that these people can play a full-size game of football with, with probably little? Warm up, nor practice. It tends to be the the non England team. The rest of the world are mm. just old other footballers. They're all fo- they're not famous people. Really. There's probably two, and they're actually English with uh, foreign national parents or something. But I mean, you say that, and I don't disagree. I think anything like that is ridiculous. But I did see Woody Harrelson score a penalty. <laughs> so do you know what I mean like even just for that it's like, kind of worth going it on? like Woody what Harrelson scoring the winning penalty at a game at fucking Old Trafford or something it was pretty decent <laughs> I mean I allow it because this is, a, this is a democracy but I feel like I mean, there have an been Essex some good person scored the winner this time an Essex person right That's an only way is Essex person right so they're, they're famous for just being from Essex and being a person. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal, I suppose. All right, then. M- minimum effort fame. So it was there was Sans Woody in that one. No wood. Sans Wood. Sans Wood, wow. They, that, they were, they're missing a trick. Sans, just in, in general. Okay, so they maybe did. the rule should be if they're going to do Soccer Aid in the future, it must have Woody Harrelson in it. Yeah? Is that a thing <laughs> you get on board with? You just like him because of his name. No, I love Woody Harrelson. He's fucking, it's Woody Harrelson. What are you talking about? <laughs> he almost would make it to the trifecta. Mm, no. Okay, well. He, he's, nah. Okay, listeners, we're going we're gonna to have to go off air now because Lee and I are about to have an argument. All right. We'll see if we come back after. So I saw something the other day, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was very interesting. What's that? A guy on Twitter called Keaton Patty put out this tweet where he said, I forced a bot to watch over 1,000 hours of Hallmark Christmas movies and then asked mm-hmm. it to write a Hallmark Christmas movie of its own. Here is the first page. An AI story. An AI story based on watching a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> right? Okay. 
So this um, is a bit of dialogue between single mother and businessman. And I'll read the stage directions as well. So we see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. (laughs) Her husband died in every war. Single mother. I refill globes better than Jesus claws, yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases and he's hallmark hot. Single mother continued. Hi, do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry, Christmas attacks soon. Businessman has flashback to when he was a business boy. A Christmas tree explodes. A Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. He exits the flashback. Businessman, shut your sound. I am from huge city. I bought your land and I'm turning it into an oil resort. Single mother, rude behavior. This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. My husband is now bones. Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. They are all gift-wrapped in eggnog. Businessman. All of my wives are bones. That is America. But, but I must make money for my twins to live. They are a prince. Single mother. I too own twins. Please don't have bought my land. Christmas is today. Businessman. Laugh. I bought Christmas and now it is never unless we go on dates. Single mother, I cannot date because of a snow curse. I pray Santa helps me. Santa cannot help. (laughs) She did not know, but Santa was her husband. Santa is bones. Bones help nobody. (laughs) Shut your sound. How fucking good is that? It makes me think that some of the fan fiction you've read in the past is AI generated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that's a lot better than some of the fucking shit that we've read on the podcast in the past. <laughs> that was brilliant. But I want more AI stories. I'm, I will, yeah, that's obviously what I'm going to do. I'm now going to try and find um, some more AI stories for everyone. But I found something on Twitter as well. Go on, Em. It was a list that is James Bond movie, uh, movie names, but anagrammed. Okay. And I fucking died. All right. So I'm going to start at the beginning. Doctor No. 1962. Yeah. Turns into Ian Fleming's Ron D. <laughs> Ron D. <laughs> From Russia with Love. 1963. Turns into James Bond in Ian Fleming's Whole Fist, Mr. Saviour. <laughs> Great. Goldfinger, 1964, turns into Ian Fleming's Dingle Frog. (laughs) (laughs) Dingle Frog! I love that one so much. Dingle Dingle Frog Frog sounds like the name of the guy who solves a fucking village mystery. Dingle Frog. Called Dingle Frog. Paul Dingle Frog. (laughs) <laughs> fucking hell that's amazing uh, Thunderball 1965 turns into Sean Connery in The Dull Barn but Sean Connery 
Sean Connery. Oh, oh. <laughs> Connery? Yeah, He's not going to be happy with that. Brother. He'll come back from the dead. <laughs> you Only Live Twice, 1967, turns into James Bond, vote nice, you willy. <laughs> yeah. That should be the slogan of the next Prime Minister. <laughs> Honor Majesty's Secret Service, 1969, turns into Mrs. Joy's secret of the teacher. Like, what? What? You couldn't even say that. I couldn't even read it. My phone is absolutely annihilated. Secretiveness teacher. Secretiveness teacher. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Diamonds are forever. Ian Fleming's Ron D overfeeds Maria. (laughs) Ron D's back. Live and Let Die turns into Dateline Devil. Good. That's a good one. I actually quite like that. <laughs> the Man with the Golden Gun turns into the Nightgowned Helmet Hunt. That's the best thing I've ever heard. The <laughs> Nightgowned Helmet Hunt. <laughs> Fuck me. That's great. The Spy Who Loved Me. The Melody Pev Show. Okay. Moonraker. Rank Romeo. <laughs> Very good. For your eyes only, lure of Neris Yo-Yo. Octopussy. Sooty Cups. Sooty Cups. Sooty Cups. That's great. A View to Kill turns into James Bond 007 in Koala. Ko- sorry, Koala Wit Live. <laughs> <laughs> Koala Wit Live. <laughs> Yeah, so the, the character is Koala Wit doing some sort of live performance. That's amazing. Koala Wit. It's not as good as Koala Dicklebert. It's not. It's close, though. The Living Daylights turns into lively dating thighs. <laughs> Just thighs, nothing else. License to Kill turns into Collie Tinkles. <laughs> G- <laughs> Goldener. Goldeneye turns into Oi! Legend! <laughs> but spelt in the way that a Jewish person may address a friend. Oi vey. <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies turns into Overtired Newsroom. Yep, that's very good. The World Is Not Enough, English Tutor Hoedown. <laughs> Die Another Day, Hidden Toy Area. That's fantastic. Casino Royale, Looney Air Aces. Great. Quantum of Solace, Foul McKay Snot. Wow. Skyfall turns into... <laughs> what? <laughs> Sally Fuck, but they've censored out two words. Okay. Hang on, how <laughs> could it be Sally Fuck? There's no U yeah, Exactly. No, they've, sent, they've censored out two letters, sorry. Uh, so they don't see the U or the C. The C Cheating. 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 Yeah. Spectre comes in turn comes in as PC Trees. <laughs> PC Trees. That's the name of the the officer in question. That's so good. And No Time to Die becomes I Two Men Die. <laughs> That's very good. See, who would have thought that anagrams of James Bond movies would be so fucking good? I prefer some of them to the actual titles. I, yeah, I hate James Bond, so that's brought me more joy than any single minute of watching James Bond. Fantastic. <laughs> so, it, it's, it's been a while, just to be fair, isn't it? We haven't really 
we've not really spoke too much. Like, we've messaged each other, but there hasn't been any real lengthy conversations about stuff that's happened. No. Um, so I have quite quite the notepad. <laughs> I'm just okay. looking at it. It's, it's full of stuff. All right. Um, I'm just going to try and rattle through some of these, I think. Okay. See what, see what you think. Uh, I've, I've got a couple of, of titles, for instance, um, which are quite amusing. But I'm just going to say, first off, I have an addiction. Okay. I'm a, I'm a little bit ashamed. All right. Well, this is a safe space. You know, it's 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 up. It's tough to talk about. Okay. Well, this is. Whatever the addiction is, anonymous. So this is a safe zone. I really like vegan barbecue jackfruit rolls. Okay. Um, it's okay. This is a safe space. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about it too much. Okay, I, mean, I don't want to seem like I'm being a vegan. I have lots of... Have, I'm not. I'm have, still eating meat, damn it. Oh, fuck's sake. Can you imagine if we were like that? You know what I mean? It was like, how dare you be talking about fucking jackfruit on this podcast? We're two white, middle-class, middle-aged men. We can't be eating fucking jackfruit. Why people gonna think? Why people think fruity? I mean, I did have some jackfruit the other day, but it was terrible. But that was because it was out of a packet. Little barbecue jackfruit rolls. You'll find them in the little fridge. Okay. With uh, things like ready meals in there, like lasagnas and stuff. And the other sort of vegan-y, vegetarian bits. Yeah. And you get sausage rolls, vegan. Mm-hmm. The, the, I mean, they taste like sausage rolls, but... Yeah. <laughs> but the barbecue jackfruit, them bad boys, very much worth looking at. Um, well, it's, no, can I... I mean, I didn't... You probably, when you said that, didn't think that I would have a retort. But as it happens, uh, I've also recently been eating uh, a fair bit of... Dabbling in vegan food... Um, uh, no, what have we, what have we become? We're maturing, mate. We're looking after the environment. That's what we're doing. We're socially conscious <laughs> men. We're trying to set an example to all of the white dudes who listen to our podcast and trying to get them to step outside their meaty comfort zone. Um, oh, my God. We sounded so much like SJWs then. <laughs> <laughs> um, men are so toxic. They need to change. I've had enough of these ball bags everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Um, take these men. But whilst you were haunting the corridors of Lidl, getting your jackfruit hit, I yeah. was discovering something on the, in, the, uh, in the lanes of Sainsbury's that I'd never seen before. So much so that I had to stop in my tracks and take a photo of a product that was available in stop Sainsbury's. Stop your tracks. Yeah. It's such a funny And way. i tell you what, right? Last night I went to Sainsbury's because it was Saturday night. What else am I going to do? And um, <laughs> I used one of the fucking scanning guns for the first time. Oh, what the little so you like, don't have uh, to go Star Trek phaser. Yeah, thing. you just scan everything, put it in in your trolley. It's fucking that is life changing, mate. I was scanning all kinds of shit. Don't <laughs> didn't need. I didn't even know what I'd bought. I was going boop boop boop. I just walk around the shop. Oh, I'll have two don't of them, three of these. <laughs> I'm such a good. <laughs> <laughs> can you, you take two so you can dual wield? <laughs> just dual wield and just, <laughs> doing other people's shopping. Let's get it off the shelf. You just run up. 
Where you are, sir. <laughs> that should be a superhero. Sainsbury's man. Amazing. <laughs> but I've just sent you a picture of something that I saw on a shelf, and I want you to tell the listeners the name of this product. <laughs> okay. It's in the Sainsbury's veg- vegetable selection area. Yeah, it's next it's to called, it. Uh, I was going to read read as is written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumble de thumps. Rumble de thumps. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rumble de thumps. And I was like, so I walked past and I stopped and like out loud. I was like, what the fuck? And I took a photo of it and then I was like, what the fuck is rumble de thumps? And when you look at it, it basically looks a bit like... Uh, Cocan and mash, or um, bubble and squeak. That's what it kind of looks like. But Hang on. I'm googling it. Well, when you googled it, when you Google it, you will see that apparently it is a dish that originated in Scotland. It is. I have never heard of it, and I've the spoken. Scottish borders. I've. N- Excuse me, I've just burped. Um, I've ju- just I just think the thumps. <laughs> rumble thumps make you burp. Um, I've spoken to four different people who are either Scottish or live in Scotland and have lived for a long time. None of them have ever heard of it. So I'm not sure whether that's true. I don't know the origins of rumble thumps, but I am. I'm confirming right now. Hang on, I'm actually doing some research. Uh, Rumble de Thumps is a traditional dish on the Scottish borders. Main ingredients are potato, cabbage, and onion, similar to an Irish cold cannon or an English bubble and squeak. There you go. I mean, I think it's bullshit. I've never heard of it before. And let's be honest, if something's called fucking Rumble de Thumps... <laughs> I would have def we would have definitely heard that before. An alternative from Aberdeenshire is called Kilkenny. Yeah, Kilkenny is is I've heard of that. I've had that before. But fucking Rumbledy thumps. It, it's because it's from a Highlands border, so it's one of the. This <laughs> is one of those stupid. I think it's just like disappeared. Well. Listeners, if you've ever heard, made, or eaten rumbledy thumps... Hey, wait, 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 wait. In January 2009, Gordon Brown submitted a recipe for rumbledy thumps to a cookbook for Donaldson's School for the Deaf, describing it as his favourite food. <laughs> what? Chef, Chef Tom Kitchen cooked rumbledy thumps as part of his Scottish menu in the fourth series of the BBC... Yeah, great British menu. Great British menu. Yeah, I saw that from my research as well. And I'll just, just let me check this thing. Is it Gordon Brown? Yes, it's Gordon Brown, as in the one that was in Parliament and stuff. So former the one Prime Minister... could say a full sentence without taking a weird breath. Our old Prime Minister's favourite food is fucking rumbledy thumps. No wonder Labour aren't in power anymore. Fucking hell. Whatever is next. Ooh. That was an exercise, wasn't it? Yep. Good workout. Do you feel li- uh, like limber now? Yeah, like a lot li- more limber, stretched. 
flex. Do you have to? Do you have to? Full. Tasty, <laughs> full. delicious pod. I feel full. I'm suitably quenched. <laughs> um, <sighs> I don't know why, but I've been on a bit of a everything. I or not everything, but I keep keep to. I seem to keep sort of falling back into some kind of biblical ideologies you know i mentioned in the bible brought it up a couple of times are you, are you being slowly no. evangelized no, by someone but if something was going to convert me to the um to our lord and savior this would probably <laughs> Jesus. be it right what's that so it seems like a joke but apparently it's true lifeway who who are a major christian uh, fiction and and sort of a non-fiction publisher has teamed up with a website called Sunday Cool to produce a sort of um, a document, a religious document for the youth. And it's called The World According to Gen Z, right? And what I'm going to read for Gen you... Z. Gen yeah. Z, yeah. Sorry, I'm not American. And I'm going to read to you... Uh, the completely real biblical translations that are in this version, essentially, of the Bible. Okay, I like that. So this is from Hebrews 4.12s. Cap G's words are one hundo, straight up slicing and dicing and knowing it all. (laughs) They are referring to God as Cap G. Cap G. This is from John 1 1. Since day uno, there was Cap G. Big J was chilling with Cap G, and Big J was Cap G. Now, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a religious man, but that is one of the most sacred passages of scripture. That's funny. From Psalm 119 1 1. I got your holy scripts padlocked in my chest thumper. They think that kids today call their hearts chest thumpers. Chest thumpers. This is from Romans one sixteen. Not swerved by these scripts cause Cap G be given that get out of jail free card to the whole fam. So this publisher... It sounds like your dad trying right? to talk to your mate. Exactly. This publisher are calling Salvation a get-out-of-jail-free card because they think that Monopoly is cool. It's like get-out-of-jail-free, isn't it? That's funny. This is worse than anything that anyone has done to religion for 2,000 years. <laughs> and this is their way of thinking that they can communicate with the Utes. Yeah, exactly, the Utes. If That's they want to call- know how to communicate with Utes, they should have contacted us. We could have rewritten the Bible for them, couldn't we? Exactly. One page. We know how to talk to the kids. One page, nothing else on it. Try not to be a cunt. Boom, done. There's your Bible. <laughs> Perfect. Easy. Simples. I give up. I think I'm done. Well, I think our um, sermon's over for this week, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to put it out to pastor. Yeah. For the pastor. Repent, and thou shalt <laughs> be saved. 
That's what R. Kelly should have done. <laughs> he, said he said he was the world's greatest. Yeah, <laughs> world's greatest something. Um, yeah. So tune in for another sermon soon, listeners, from uh, <laughs> the Church of Babel. <laughs> Can I get an amen, Lee? Amen. Amen, listeners. Thank you very much for listening. Repent, and thou shalt be saved. (laughs) Bye. Bye.